Welcome to the Sunrise Podcast with Dr. M.M. Amakaro. We hope you enjoy it. spirit is so excited today the word of god is so fresh and it's so sweet and it's so true when the lord speaks when you read the word and you know that you're hearing his voice that is not letters his life his spirit and his life and your spirit is taking in the word spirit to spirit and you have strong conviction that this word is remarkable this word is going into action because God will not lie. And you confess the word. The Bible says, it's power unto salvation. In other words, that word is quick and powerful and will go into action. So we thank God this morning for his word. He's a glorious God. He's a faithful God. He's a gracious God. He's almighty. He's sovereign. He's worthy of praise. So, Father, we just praise you this morning. We come with praise. We come with thanksgiving that you have adopted us into this commonwealth, into this covenant, the covenant of grace, the covenant of the blood of Jesus, that we belong to you and that heavens are open to us. Father, we exalt you. Receive our praise this morning. Thank you for giving us the word. Thank you for hearing every prayer. You hear us and thank you for answers. You answer by speaking back to us, by pointing us to the, your word. You answer in diverse ways. But the greatest, the sweetest of them all is when we hear you speak back and you speak back by your word. And when we trust that word, we watch that word and it will come to pass. So thank you for your word. Thank you for giving us the Holy Spirit who brings this revelation of the word in this season and the strength and the grace and the spirit of power and a sound mind to confess the word. Thank you for the stillness of our spirits. We say be still and know. Thank you for helping us to be still and thank you for helping us to know, bringing that revelation of your mind in this season. We exalt you, Holy Father. Have your way today. Thank you for our family members that you have saved and secured wherever they are. Your arm is strong. You are preserving. You've raised that standard and we trust you. Be exalted this morning. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. In John eleven forty, Jesus said to Martha, Did I not say, did I not say to you that if you would believe, you will see the glory of God? Say, did I not say to you, if you would believe, if you would believe, you will see the glory of God? Of course, Jesus spoke to Martha. This was with regards to Lazarus. We are not going to that story. When Lazarus had died and Jesus seemed to have delayed in coming and Martha was about, oh, if you had come earlier, he would not have died. And Jesus kept saying, I'm the resurrection and the life. He said, yes, I know. 
that when we die, you know, we will, you, we will be resurrected. Jesus said, no, I am the resurrection and the life. She didn't seem to understand it. So when Jesus moved towards the tomb and said, roll the stone, he said, no, he has been there four days. When they roll it, it will stink. Jesus said, Mata, call her again. Did I not say to you that if you believe, if you believe, you will see the glory of God? Underline, if you would believe. Underline, if you would believe. I'm talking to you. I'm giving you my word. I'm the resurrection and the life. If you die, yes, you will live. But if you are alive, you will not die. It seems complicated, but for God, he knows what to do. So anyway, so we start from that premise. If you would believe, and if we go to, if we go to um, Numbers chapter 21, I just recall this this portion. He said, then they journeyed from Mount Mount Oho by the way of the Red Sea to go around the land of Edom. And the soul of the people became very discouraged on the way. This is talking about the Israelites when they had come out of Egypt and they were going around with Moses. And they will sin against God. God will be angry. And then God will forgive them and, you know, and restore them. And then they will meet another temptation, another challenge. They will start cursing Moses and saying all manners of things. So this was one of those times. He said, the people spoke against God and against Moses. Why have you brought us up out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? For there is no food and no water. And our soul loots this worthless bread. So God was angry. He said, so the Lord sent fiery serpents among the people. And they beat the people. And many of the people of Israel died. The serpent came. And the Bible says it was sent by God. And people were dying. Therefore the people came to Moses and said, We have sinned, for we have spoken against the Lord and against you. Pray to the Lord that we that he will take away the serpent from us. See, prayer, we've been talking about the place of prayer. We can do all that we know to do, but nothing can take the place of communicating with God. He is almighty. He knows the end from the beginning. He's all wise. His wisdom is unsearchable. This could not have taken him by surprise. He has a plan. The plan is good and not evil. So we can only go to him to understand the times. We can only go to him in prayer to have mercy on us. In this instance, it was sin. And we saw Nehemiah also. When he was distressed, so his nation was distressed. Nehemiah went on his knees praying, asking for mercy. Asking for mercy. Yesterday, it was so wonderful. When online, the church came together globally. We're crying for mercy. Crying for mercy for every nation. For God to have mercy. The solution is with God. No man can bring this solution. It is all for us to return to God and cry for mercy. God knows what to do. So we see a situation here where they went to Moses. The same Moses that they cursed. <laughs> and say pray then the Lord said and Moses so Moses prayed for the people then the Lord said to Moses make a fiery serpent 
and set it on a pole. And it shall be that everyone who is beaten, when he looks at it, shall live. Oh my God, this was a hard one. The same serpent that beat you, the cause of all the wahala, he said, make it into, make it, make, carve it, that is, make it a brazen serpent. A brazen serpent. Use bronze and make a serpent and set it on a pole. And I shall be that everyone who is beaten, when he looks at it, shall live. So Moses made a bronze serpent and put it on a pole. And so it was. If a serpent had beaten anyone, when he looked at the bronze serpent, he lived. And people will be wondering, what, what manner of things? I wondered. But to simplify this thing, this was just about faith. Because it didn't make sense. You have been beaten by a live serpent. The venom is in your body. Anything that will heal you is supposed to be something that is physical. Either they will incise the place and suck out the, the venom, or they will inject something, you know. Do something. Call in the doctor. Touch the place, squeeze the place. Rub balm on the place. That will make sense. But having prayed, God instructed Moses, said, this is what you do. As you raise up the pole, anybody who will look up will be healed. So it will take receiving the instruction, isn't it? It will take understanding the instruction, isn't it? And it will take you obeying. And you will not do that except you believe that in obeying to do that, you will be healed. So in that very place, in that wilderness, God was teaching them faith. Have faith in me. Have faith in my word. Nothing is too difficult for me to do. And I can do it any which way I want. It's not with me. It's not about me. It's about you. If you will listen to instruction, if you will lift up your eyes to, to God, to what I am saying, and then you see results. When you lack water, you start to curse. You lack food, you start to curse. Instead of knowing that there is a source, all you do is listen. All you do is believe that he's able to do. So it's okay, use that same fiery serpent. Make it a bronze. Cause them to. So it was all about teaching them about faith. But then when we go to the New Testament, I follow this thing to John chapter 3, verse 4. That John chapter 3, that verse 4, John 3, 4 to 16, that very common, you see, um, that place I talked about, um, it says, and as Moses lifted up, I'm reading John chapter 3, verse 14, and as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so, must the Son of Man be lifted up. So you see, that was a foreshadow of Christ. That spoke about the future. It spoke about faith. We are not going to go into the meaning of the serpent and all that. They have that. And in fact, if you look at today, the, the symbol for medicine is the serpent on the pool. They have their mythology about that. And then even for pharmacy, Something to do with the serpent on the pool, all this Greek mythology and all that. 
So anyway, so but we see that same scripture recalled here in the New Testament. It says, so, and as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted, that whoever believes, you see, it was about faith, it was about belief, as the Son of Man is lifted, just as the, the serpent in the pole, on the pole was lifted, whoever looked up at that serpent was healed. So the person passed from death into life. The person didn't die of that venom bite. So also the Son of God. The Son of God will be lifted up. He talked about the crucifixion of Jesus. The crucifixion of Jesus. The crucifixion of Jesus. And said, Jesus will be lifted up. As many as will believe. As many as will believe that he became the cause. Say, cost is any man who hangs on the tree. Cost is any man. Jesus will be hung on the tree. Just like that serpent was hung on the pole. And as many as will believe. That serpent now was like the reason for, was like the cause for, it was punishment for their disobedience. Because the Bible says God has sent it to bite them. Because they had sinned against God. So, it was all a symbol of what had transpired. The sin of the people and the punishment. All of it hung on that pole. So the same. Jesus bore the sin. Jesus became the symbol of all that we had done. He carried it in himself and on the cross. And he was cursed. Because anybody who hung on the cross was a cursed person. He took our place on that pool. So as many, he said, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. So it's all about faith. It's all about belief. But whatever God is doing, it's all about faith. It's all about belief. As many who will lift their eyes and see Christ on the cross, Christ becoming sin, Christ becoming cost, so that we pass into life, just like the Israelites in the wilderness. When they beheld the serpent on the pole, instead of dying, they lived. So the common factor, the denominator, the common factor in these two is belief. Do you believe that even in these times, if you pray to God, that God is able to answer you and to heal you? Do you believe? That you can pass from death to life. Yes, eternal life. Eternal life. Because the Bible says, if your hope is only in this world, you are among men most miserable. Because this life is temporary. But God also wants for us. He said, with long life, I will satisfy you and show you my salvation. He wants to show you salvation. He wants to satisfy you. But the answer is, do you believe? Will you look up? In times like this, will you look up? To what Christ already did. Will you look up that he became cursed? So you are not cursed. That he took your place. He died young that you may live. He went to the grave and took hold of the keys of death and hell. And that power of resurrection, that same spirit that quickened him is in you. That same spirit will quicken your mother, mortal body. Do you believe that in times like this, the word of God works? Will you look up and hold God and believe his word. Say, as many as will believe will escape. As many as believe will escape. That is the message for today. So that's why we started with that uh, Luke. 
that John eleven forty. Jesus said to her, Did I not say to you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God? It's the same message. So now I want to finally read the message that came in Isaiah chapter 65. We go to Isaiah chapter 65. We see the prayers that we have been praying and what God is saying in the noun in answer to our prayer. I believe strongly that this is for me. The word that, because when you pray to God, God speaks back. And there are people who can hear. Sometimes you hear something. Audibly you say, oh, God spoke to me. Or somebody brings a word of wisdom, a word of knowledge. Those are gifts of the Holy Spirit. But there's a sure word of prophecy. And this is the word of God. When he leads you to some scriptures, when audibly you hear or when your spirit impresses upon you that scripture, sometimes you hear the word and say, I know where this scripture is. You start to search the Bible and you find it. So my heart is very excited today that I have been, we have been led to this scripture that I want to share. And it's Isaiah chapter 45, Isaiah chapter 65 rather. I want to read from verse 20. He said, no more shall an infant from here live but a few days. In other words, no more premature death. Amen. Nor an old man who has not fulfilled his days. For the child shall die 100 years old, but the sinner being 100 years old shall be accursed. They shall build houses and inhabit them. Amen. They shall plant vineyards and eat their fruits. Amen. They shall not build and another inhabit. They shall not plant and another eat. For as the days of a tree, so shall be the days of my people. And my legs shall long enjoy the work of their hands. They shall not labor in vain, nor bring forth children for trouble. For they shall be the descendants of the blessed of the Lord, and their offspring with them. What is all this saying? He's saying that you shall not die. That this situation will not have your life. You shall not die. In answer to our cry for mercy. In answer to our cry for God's intervention. He's saying, look up and believe. If you would believe, you will see the glory of God. In this season, if you will believe, you'll be exempted. If you will believe that God is able to deliver and to save. If you will stand steadfast in faith. Yesterday we read it. We read it. When they said the enemy, the adversary, is like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. We say he will not devour you. Resist the enemy. Stand steadfast in faith. Now the word has come. Look up and believe this word. It's like when Jesus said to Martha, let somebody roll this stone. Roll the stone. And instead of rolling the stone, he started argument. He said, oh, Jesus said, did I not tell you? In the wilderness, it was snake on the pole. Anybody who is bitten by this snake is supposed to die. But if you look up and believe, you will not die. And they were saved. They didn't die. And now he's saying, Jesus Christ took your place, died for you. If this is a curse on humanity, you escaped the curse because it became cursed for you. Cursed is every man who hangs on the tree. Why? So that the blessings of Abraham, the righteousness of God will be, you know, will be us and the blessings of Abraham will come to us. If you would believe, you will not perish. 
eternally know, and even now, you will not die. You will not die this mass death. You will not. This is what he said, if you will believe. Faith, stand steadfast in faith and resist. And now, so he's giving us the word. Watch this word. Meditate on this word. Remind God of this word. He said, there shall be not be any infant of the... In other words, no one is going to die young. And if anybody is old, you will not die as an accursed person. For they said, for the child shall die 100 years. No, an old man who has not fulfilled his age. Even if you are an old man and you have not fulfilled the purpose for which God created you, you will not die until you have fulfilled your days. David fulfilled and climbed his bed. They covered him. Caused his son to be crowned and anointed before he gave up. Abraham the same. All the covenant children of God. All Isaac the same. Blessed his children and gathered himself. Jacob the same. And he's telling us, that's the reason Jesus was hung on the cross. That's the reason he was beaten. That's the reason that crown of thorns was put on his head. That's the reason he was stripped. That's the reason that bitter, bitter sponge was put in his mouth when he said he thirst. And finally said it is finished. So he paid the price. He paid the price. If a bronze serpent, if people could put faith in God just to gaze at a bronze serpent and they were secured, that was a foreshadow of Christ. How much more now when Christ defeated death and the grave and is seated at the right hand of God and God is telling you, look up and believe that in his name you are exempted. Look up and believe that his blood is speaking better things on your behalf. Look up and believe. There is thoughts for you, thoughts of good and not evil. Look up and believe. And here, this is what he's saying. If you can believe this, if you would believe, you will see God's glory. And what is he saying? You will build houses and you will inhabit them. You will plant vineyards and eat their fruit. You shall not build and another inhabit. You shall not plant another eat. For as the days of a tree, so shall be the days of my people. Oh my God, you will live long. You will live long. You will not be counted as statistics. You will live long. You will not be part of statistics. You will live long. When they say coronavirus got 60,000, mm -mm, we will not be part of that statistics. Because we choose to believe. Because we choose to believe. In the name of the Lord, this word is our portion. He said we shall not labor in vain. This is what he's saying. For as the days of a tree, so shall be the days of my people. And my elect shall long enjoy, long, long. So no virus is going to cut anybody's life short. This is what the Lord is saying, if we would believe. This was his answer. This is what he's talking back to us, if we would believe. If you would believe. He said, did I not say to you, John eleven forty? did I not say to you, if you would believe, you will see the glory of the Lord. So it's up to us. Do you believe the effective, fervent prayer of the righteous availed much? Do you believe that God is merciful? Do you believe that he has the power? 
to kill and to make alive? Do you believe that he came to save you? Do you believe that he just sent you a word? That your life is not going to be cut short? That you long enjoy the labor of your hands? That you long live to build and to inhabit? There will not be any premature death. Even when you're old, until you fulfill your days and do that which God created you to do, you are not dying. This is what he's saying. And I choose to believe. And so we thank God for today. We bless him for sending us this word. Meditate on this word. Say, Father, your word will not return. You have spoken and we have received. We believe. We are meditating on it. We found it and we are rejoicing. We are standing steadfast in faith that we will see your glory. So, Father, we worship you this morning. We exalt you because you have spoken. We cried to you and you heard us. You asked us to be steadfast in faith. And today you brought forth the word. So by this word, we push back the frontiers of the enemy. This word is a standard. Thank you, Holy Father. Thank you, Holy Father. For we receive from this word the spirit of power. We receive from this word love and a sound mind. We receive from this word the grace and the ability to banish fear. We receive from this word the grace to be still and know that you are God. Thank you, Holy Father, for you have answered our prayers. Blessed be your name. We pray for our loved ones. We pray for our children. Pray for our loved ones. We pray for our children everywhere they are. This word, you say, no infant of this. No infant of this. We decree no infant of this. No premature death. No, none. None. God has said it and we stand on this word. Jesus established his victory on the cross. And we look up. We look up. He's seated at the right hand of the Father, making intercession for us. We look up and we believe. And therefore, we will see God's answers. We will see the glory of God. Blessed be your name. Thank you for helping us as a country. Thank you for intervening in the nations. Thank you for signs and wonders and miracles. Thank you, Jesus. Be exalted, be magnified. In Jesus' name we are prayed. Amen, amen, amen.